We are I. Watching this public order emergency commission every day has really continued to open my eyes to what what the political branch, the executive political branch in Canada, you know, what our justice system, and I, I now say justice system, air quotes, you know, just what all these systems really mean and how they act and the things that they get away with and... What's been going on like the last few days is that there's been a lot of these executive level, you know, ministers, you know, that are testifying and same with CSIS. And when they've been asked, you know, to because to be able to invoke this, the Emergencies Act in Canada, it clearly states that it has to meet Section 2 of the CSIS Act, which goes through things like espionage and terrorism and all these kind of things. And they've... They've continued to ask, the lawyers have continued to ask, like, like, tell us how it met this because you've specifically said in all these documents that it doesn't, and especially CSIS. Like, they've specifically said and have advised the executive branch of the government that it doesn't meet this, this standard. There is no national emergency in accordance with Section 2 of the CSIS Act, and you have to. Like, it is an absolute requirement. It's like, breathing compared to the legislation so it's like there there's no if ands or buts but these people are starting to testify saying like well you know yes it doesn't meet that but we should be- we believe that it it is broader than that like national emergencies are broader than that and it's like no it's defined as a national emergency is defined as this section 2 of the ceases act in regards to you know invoking the emergencies act you can't change that. You can't rewrite legislation. You can't rewrite the laws. You can't rewrite any of this stuff. If you don't agree with it, then what you need to do is you need to take that up and you need to table these things in the House of Commons, you know, in the legislature. You need to you need to take the appropriate steps. You can't just change the definitions in real time because they don't suit your needs and say that even though it doesn't meet this requirement, national security is a lot broader than that. And it's like, no, it's not. It is absolutely defined by this term. It's like how they keep coming in and saying like, well, there was all of this violence there. And it's like, well, what violence? Because there actually was no violence. There, there was no criminal charges laid so what is your definition of violence and what is your definition of extreme violence? Because it's not according to the criminal code. It's like, well, yeah, but people felt harassed. You know, people felt harassed by the noise and the exhaust. It's like, but that you can't change the definition of what it means to be able to be, you know, a victim of violence. You, you can't change that to be able to suit your needs. Just because it doesn't, there's no actual violence going on, you can't change what your definition of violence is to be able to suit your needs. Again, if that's what you want, you have to take the appropriate steps. You go to the legislature. You know, you table these things in the House of Commons. You, you know, you put these things before the appropriate scrutiny. And then if it gets changed, 
great, there's a new definition, but you can't change the definition in real time. You know, it's like if I'm driving down the highway and I get pulled over for speeding and the cop says, you were speeding. And I say, no, I'm not speeding. They're like, well, the speed limit was 80 and you're going 100. I'm like, but I feel like the speed limit should be 100. It shouldn't be 80. And they're like, well, according to the Motor Vehicles Act, it is 80 kilometers an hour. It's like, but I know it says that in the Motor Vehicles Act, but I don't feel as though that that's an appropriate speed. I feel like the speed should be more like 100 kilometers an hour. You would never get away with that shit you would never get away with it you would never get away with like you know when you pay your taxes you're saying like well that's a little much you know I I really feel like with how much money I need for my life I'm actually only going to pay five grand instead of ten grand because this is what suits my life better this is like what my definition of the taxes that I should pay are you would never get away with that. You could never change the definition of something in real time because what they would resort back to is the criminal code, you know, all of these, you know, things that have come down from the legislature, the House of Commons, all these these places and these institutions that have debated this already and said, no, this is what the standard is. This is the threshold. This is what we have to do. And it's like, Okay, great. And especially when it comes to invoking the Emergencies Act, because this has been talked about and has been, you know, scrutinized. And this is what they came up with. And they said, well, it's 30 years old. It's outdated. Okay, well, fine. But that still doesn't mean that you can change the definition of these things in real time. It doesn't mean that. It means that it doesn't qualify Now that you've recognized this whole, you can go back after the fact and table that these things should be changed. It does not mean that you can change them on the fly. You go, who gets that power? It should be nobody. Because this is the reason why we have MLAs. This is the reason why we have senators. This is the reason why that we have MPPs and MPs. This is the reason why we have these people. This is the reason why we have these systems in place to be able to debate these things and change things as necessary. You can't change things on the fly. Because if the government is supposed to represent the people and the government is changing things on the fly, ultimately that would lead you to believe that any individual citizen at any point in time could change things in real time because the government is supposed to represent us. So you let that, you, you, you let that sink in. You don't have, I don't have, we don't have that power to do that. But they do, but they're supposed to represent us. But they're not supposed to either. They're supposed to have less power than us because we are the people that they represent. But when it comes to controlling the people, they can change things in real time at any point in time that they want. And again, you see these people backtrack. They can ask question one. Did you say this? No, I didn't. Are you sure you didn't say it? It's like, how stupid are you? If a lawyer is asking you if you said this, They're most likely trying to pin something on you. So if you say no, the likelihood of them having those words coming out of your mouth are really high. So when you see Bill Blair say that he didn't say anything, then you have multiple lawyers at different times bring up documents saying, no, verbatim, this is what you said in recorded minutes. This is what you said in a transcript on a show that you were on. This is what you said. 
Well, you know, I didn't really mean it. No, it's like, no, no, no. You can't go back now after you were just caught lying and say that that's not what you meant and that's not what you said. You got caught lying. How about just be honest from the beginning? You see this with Mendicino right now. He's on the set. Be like, no, no, I didn't say that. Well, here's the document that said you did. Well, no, I didn't. That's not what I meant. And I didn't write those down. My scribe wrote. Well, you hired this scribe to be able to write their notes. If they're writing down notes that aren't actually factual of the means you have, why do they have a job? But I bet you if you needed those notes to be able to prove a point on your end, they damn well would be factual. I could damn well guarantee that. Well, this person said that you told them this. Well, it's over the phone. Well, don't you think that it shouldn't have been so it's recorded so people have accountability? Yes, I do believe that. Well, but the thing is, this is the reason why they call. This is the reason why everybody calls. But you as an MP, you as a minister, use the executive branch, use any of these people. Their phones should be recorded all the time so that they can't do that. Because the thing is, when you get into that position and you specifically know that if you make that phone call, now there is no record of it because you know what you are saying shouldn't be written down because it's going to burn you after the fact. Well, that's not right, right? That shouldn't be, people should be held accountable for those kind of things. You know, yet this is like a social standard in society that we all live by. We all do this. But again, in situations like this, the average person in Canada is not breaking the law to the degree of what the federal government has with invoking this Emergencies Act and now trying to rewrite the definition of violence and trying to rewrite the definitions in national security to suit their own best interests at the right time that they needed to so that they have no accountability bestowed upon them for being liars and trying to circumvent the law. Because again, if we do this, even if you do have a selling case, the most, there's still usually some kind of impact to your life. There is no impact to these people. Even if they are caught lying, which they have, even if they're caught lying, if you're caught lying in your community, you're held accountable to that. If you're caught being a piece of shit in your community, you're held accountable to that. Why aren't these people? Why? Because you cannot go through life rewriting things to be able to suit your needs. We need a strong set of ethics and morals and integrity that we stand upon so you can stand there so everybody knows, so everybody knows where everybody is coming from. Because if you don't have it, you end up in the disarray that we are, are in right now with everybody knowing and seeing these people lie, and you can look in their eyes, and it's like you can tell how entrenched they are in this mentality, in this way of thinking, because it's like all they're used to doing is lying to protect their lies, staying to the narrative, so they're all staying to the narrative so that they don't break it. It's like the worst possible corruption that you can see because they believe it now. They believe it. And this is the worst. This is what it's come down to. And then when you have people who are going to stand up with their chest up and their shoulders back and they're going to call a spade a spade and you can hear the harsh truth. This is the one thing about Elon Musk right now where he goes on Twitter and says, I'm going to have a poll. We're going to poll everybody on Twitter. Should 
Donald Trump be reinstated. I'll let the people of Twitter speak. Well, it was like a 52-48 vote for that he should be reinstated. Well, there you go. The people have spoken. He's just saying, I'll set the poll. I'm the leader of this ship, but you guys speak. Tell me what you guys want. So now you have people like Dr. Jordan Peterson back on Twitter. You have people like Donald Trump back on Twitter. You have these people who previously were not allowed to use this platform because their voices were controversial. Again, if you don't like this crazy shit that Donald Trump says, don't fucking listen to it. You know, if somebody's talking shit in your everyday life, you don't have to listen. What happened to the message that, you know, the bigger person turns and walks away? I feel like that message that we used to give to people has been completely lost because people on social media engage, 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 engage. What happened to don't engage, be the bigger man, be the bigger woman and turn and walk away. Don't get sucked in by somebody else's shit. We don't tell people that anymore at all, which that's not good because we're losing the art. We're losing that sacred art of not getting sucked into other people's shit, which is invaluable in life, and especially with social media. So my question of the day is, are you willing to be able to stand on a firm ground of morals and ethics, even though that the highest level of leadership around us in the most public of forums is going to show you that they will not do that. But are you in your own life, you know, very much like Dr. Jordan Peterson's book, The 12 Rules for Life, and the continuing series that he's come out after that? Like, do you have codes? And do you have that ability to be able to say, my word is worth something? Because I absolutely will not lie. I will hurt your feelings telling you the truth before I shroud the truth in lies. Those are the questions of the day.